listening to the Very Brave podcast, the podcast for women who are looking to find their brave and take more bold steps in life. We'll be chatting with women from all walks of life about redefining bravery away from just physical and heroic battlefield acts and being more inclusive of emotional, moral and spiritual bravery. The very things women the world over are participating in every single day. If you're ready to be inspired by stories of feminine bravery from across the globe and you know it's time to make your next bold move, then get comfortable, grab a coffee and let's get started. Caroline, thank you so much for joining me today uh, to have this chat about how we might redefine bravery for women. And this discussion comes about after some research that I was doing into bravery. And I came across a website that the Governor General hosts, and uh, he published uh, a list of people uh, back in March of this year that received um, bravery medals and bravery awards. And there were about 86 recipients and 80 of them were men. And uh, they were all for undoubtedly brave acts. So saving people from fires and pulling them out of floods and stepping in harm's way. And it got me thinking that, uh, well, as women, you know, just because of the way we're made and how that's different to men, we're not going to find ourselves in those types of situations as often as men will. But even saying that, I know that in my own life, there's been times where I've been really, really brave, uh, but yeah. just not in the way that society rewards yeah. that with a medal. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, I wondered if other women felt the same way, like, you know, you mm. reflect back on different times in your life and you go, yeah, I was brave. Can I ask you, first of all, how would you define bravery? I think for me it's a piece that it coexists. So. I think that when we look at the word bravery and we look at it in the context of it being a standalone word and a standalone action or, or thought, that's all well and good, but it, I don't believe that it can exist without being terrified at the same time. Mm. We, I don't think we experience the feeling of being brave without knowing that we are stepping outside of something that we that we want to move away from. And that's what's really interesting about even what you've said about the men that uh, awarded these awards and, and how we, we look at bravery. We often look at it as being something that's quite physical. They stepped into the fire to rescue the person. They climbed the mountain. They, but the feeling of fear and the feeling of being terrified exists every day. And yeah. sometimes bravery can be just simply getting out of bed because you're experiencing ill mental health or it can be um, standing in front of a group of people and, and speaking or presenting. It can, it can look very different to different people, but we do. We, do have, we have this idolised image of what bravery looks like and I think the fact that you're unpacking that is really interesting because as women we, we show up in our bravery in a very different way, but I, I think it would be naive of us to believe that we have to only have that one piece. We, we don't actually need that piece if there isn't something pushing us in that direction, which is often fear, um, anxiety, you know, just our inner critic. It can be so many things that, that push us in that direction of needing to be brave. 
And in these interviews, um, many women have mentioned the word fear and how, in fact, um, there must be fear to a degree because fear is what makes us summon courage. Hmm. Uh, And and we need courage in order to do the brave act or make the brave decision. Uh, Hmm. And it's often only further down the track that upon reflection that we look back and we go, actually, that was a brave thing that I did. Um, Mm. We know we're being courageous in the moment, but bravery is is something we award ourselves later on. (laughs) At the end of the process, yes. Yes, yeah. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. So um, you mentioned that, um, you know, bravery could be getting out of bed on any given day if you're uh, suffering suffering an illness or an ailment, speaking to a crowd, other responses that I've had have been, um, you know, I, I left that relationship or I stayed in that relationship for the kids. Mm. I applied for a job that I uh, didn't think I'd get. Um, I started a business even though people around me were telling me not to. <laughs> if you reflect uh, on various moments during your life, mm. what stands out to you as having been brave? I think the scale is really interesting. Uh, there's definitely the, the ones that you've already just mentioned. So there's the you know, applying for the job or starting the business and whatever else. I, I'm an entrepreneur, so I've worked in a few different businesses and, and had a few different businesses, and, and that has definitely been where I've had to be brave enough to say yes. But I've also, and I'm pretty open about the fact that I've experienced a few different types of trauma. So um, I'm a survivor of abuse and, and I'm really open about that um, in the sense that 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 is a survival in itself and and it is really brave one to live through that and be really conscious of that but also to be able to talk openly about that and and to own my survival in addition to that I, I've been divorced and I'm really really open about that as well and and no one that ever chooses to walk down that path expects it to be easy so there are moments of bravery in that story as well where I've chosen to do the right thing for myself or for my son and um and yeah and choose chosen to make decisions that were um hard but the right ones for that point in time or or what we needed but yeah the, the bravery definitely comes in especially being a business owner, there are definitely times where I have to do things that I am not trained to do or don't really know or I'm not practised in. And it takes this amount of courage and bravery to just get up and do the thing because if I don't do it, no one else is going to. So it's, um, yeah, it's definitely a scale. But it's, I was actually sharing this with my nine-year-old son just over dinner last night we were talking about um, what defines us as people? Very big conversation for a nine-year-old. <laughs> Him and sport and how we've we've identified that he's pinned a lot of his self-worth on how he plays his chosen sport. And I was trying to explain to him that so far he's lived a pretty crazy life. He hasn't experienced any trauma when him and you know, myself and his father and even his older brother have, you know, have experienced very different lives. And so that level of knowing his worth without having to experience anything really significant is really important but it takes a bravery to identify when you have overcome something and and also to claim the survival and the thriving of that point in time Mm, definitely what do you think that we could be doing as women to encourage other women to make more brave moves 
Uh, I think the first step is definitely to start demystifying the word bravery. If we keep putting medals on white men and telling them that they're brilliant because, and, and we keep putting posters up of that's what bravery looks like, then one, women as a whole are not going to do that. Women of colour definitely are not. You know, young young people are not. They're, they're going to see that uh, it, you can't be what you can't see. So until we frame what bravery looks like and until we reframe that and, and, and put some pictures up to show what that looks like, there will be people that don't take that leap because they can't see it modelled. Now, get me wrong, there are a few of us that just leap anyway. <laughs> um, I've been leaping many a time um, without having the modelling there and in hopes that I can be that for someone else and someone can look to me and go, oh, well, Caroline did it so I can do it too. But I think that's the first step. It's it's providing a really clear space and platform for lots of different versions of bravery to be highlighted. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. And then for women to remember that we don't need to do it like the men. That's a lesson right across the board, not necessarily just about bravery, but I think in our success, there was definitely a point in time even for me where I felt that I had to be more like a man to succeed. And so there was that modelling of behaviour and, and it, it wasn't healthy because I, I can't do that. It's not in my makeup to be like that. Um, so when we can embrace what makes us unique as women and when we can embrace our lived experience in the world, and we can share that and share our stories, we can then create a space for women to do the same and be brave and experience their bravery in their own unique way as women. Yeah, and I think, like you mentioned there, that you were operating um, how you thought you needed to operate, which was in a masculine way, which I have a lot of experience in myself Mm -hmm. uh, because you know, I, I I built my business that way. And it was only after I started realizing that like there was a piece missing still. Like I, I did it the way the men do it. And you know, we have mm-hmm. a successful business and there's financial success, but then there's this little piece on the probably a big piece on the inside of me. It's like, <laughs> but something's not quite fulfilled. And it mm. was it was me, um, the feminine me. Mm. I'd I'd given her over to um to yeah. what I thought needed to happen do you think it's a huge sacrifice as well it's a it's a really hollow feeling when you realize that you've had to give up so much to try to fit into a space and a box and you're still the round peg trying to fit into the square hole you've just convinced yourself that you're now the square peg and and you just can't be um yeah it's, it's a very interesting experience and I think a lot of women have experienced that industry definitely is a big player in that but I know um, of your background and I know we've both worked in industries so I've been quite dominated and yeah and I haven't asked anyone else this question because it's really only come out in the news uh, in the last day or two but I'd be interested to get your thoughts on it because you mentioned um, you know bravery is not just um, white men receiving uh, (laughs) awards but they're talking about um that you know the three detectives that worked on the Cleo Smith case um, should mm. get bravery awards. Um, do you think that that's a modern version of bravery, or is that just really good police work and they should be applauded for their really good police work? I don't 
necessarily know if it's bravery. I think if those particular police um, officers or investigators or whatever their title is were told, we need you to do this job, but at the end of this process, you're not going to get a badge or an award or anything for it. I would think that, and I could be wrong, I don't know who they are and I don't know these men personally, but I would think that due to the, the line of work that they've chosen to take, the position that they find themselves in in their career, that they would have taken that particular case on regardless. They would have done everything in their power to, to bring her home and to do what they need to to ensure that not only the investigation of finding her and bringing her home was important, but also what comes after that. Because now we're in a point in time where, you know, they've, they've got someone in custody and they're working through that process and whatever else. I don't think when it comes to the integrity that sits behind an action, especially action of bravery, it's not often for the accolades. Ready to wake up every day and live your bravest life? Sign up today for our 365 Days of Brave and you will receive a daily brave message from Rachel Evans herself directly into your inbox, completely free of charge. Go to bravemedianetwork.com backslash 365 and sign up for your daily brave messages today. Normally, when we see people that go out of their way to try to be brave because they want the title, it's normally when they're not actually doing the thing that's integral yeah. to their purpose, to why they do their job in the first place. I'm sure if these particular, like I'm sure if it was the case where if they were never to be mentioned, they still would have done their job because yeah. the purpose of that job was to bring her home safe and sound back to her parents and, and so she could go on to live her life. And so though I have no, like, no, in no way, shape or form, do I have any concerns around um, them being awarded anything? I think it's a brilliant job. And if that's how we encourage people to do a great job, and if that's how we encourage, um, you know, because we know cases like this will come up again, and unfortunately, that's the world that we live in. But if it encourages everyone to do what we've done um, as a public and anyone that was involved um, to do it again the same way or even better next time, great. Um, but I don't think these men in any way, shape or form woke up the morning that they got that case going, I'm going to do this because I want the accolades. They're doing this. There's there's a purpose sitting behind the work they do. And I think that that's the case with anyone. Like when you look at all the people that are ever awarded, they don't run into the fire because they think they're getting some monetary award at the end of the process. They run into the fire because they're trying to save the person or do whatever they do. And it's a spontaneous act, isn't it? Yeah, we don't have to think about it because if we if we thought about it for too long, we'd just sit in the fear. Mm, absolutely. Okay, one final question if I can. <laughs> of course. I know that you've made quite a few brave moves uh, in your life. Mm-hmm. Jumping into your current business was one of them. I read that uh, you, know, you were saying it could have been easy just to make it a side hustle, but you you went all in on it. Yeah. Um, but I imagine you've got a few more brave moves left. So can you share with me uh, what your next brave move might be? Oh, yeah, I can actually. Um, so I am in the process of writing my memoir, which really, which talks about my abuse. It talks about childhood sexual abuse as a whole. It unpacks a lot of different topics around lots of things. So ancestral trauma, 
the epigenics of how our DNA is impacted by trauma. It talks about just the faces that we see. Um, so similar to the question around the faces of bravery, faces of survivors and victims, and also the faces of perpetrators and how I think that there is still a poster child or a poster image of what these roles we think they are when a lot of people up until a couple of years ago didn't know that I was a survivor and often when um, they found out, they were like, what do you mean? And, and I'm like, well, I know that I don't look like one, but I don't know what you think someone is supposed to look like. Um, so it's unpacking a range of things. It does share a, a lot about my personal story and my journey, but it it also, it's definitely a think piece as well. And I think it will, it's terrifying, <laughs> um, but it will definitely be one of the bravest things I think I'll do in my lifetime. And is it for just for you or is it for publication? Is it for publication? It is for publication. I say that terrifyingly because I've made the commitment to do that. So I'm actually hoping to have it, um, my manuscript finalised by the end of this year, by the end of 2021, um, with the hope to either choose to self-publish or seek a publisher um, in early 2022. I had set myself the goal of having it in my hands no later than you know, May, June. So it will be available for people to read and purchase um, what that looks like and, and who whose like publisher name is at the bottom of that is yet to be determined, but it will be ready to go. I've got some readers, um, I've got three test readers reading it over the summer so I can make my final edits of the year. Wonderful. Well, I look forward to finding out that um, that it's finished and uh, however it's published, that it's, that it's out there for the world to consume. You are listening to The Very Brave Podcast. Thank you so much for the chat today. Thank you. Um, it's been wonderful to get your insights. And, you know, everyone everyone has just a slightly different spin on it. So with each interview, there's there's something extra in there. So I really thank you for, for sharing with me. for listening to the very brave podcast if you like this episode please follow us on apple spotify or wherever you like to listen also remember to give us a rating and review i'll be reading out reviews on future podcast episodes and i'd love to share your insights for more information and additional resources check out the website at www.therealrachel.com and www.bravemedianetwork.com I love hanging out on Instagram as well. So make sure you follow me there at The Real Rachel Evans. And let's continue this conversation. I look forward to chatting with you next time.